everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Our Golden Twenties. We are so excited for today's episode. We have a guest on to speak all about health and fitness. So Sarah is joining us today, and Sarah is a Toronto-based personal trainer, sports nutritionist, and dancer. She is all about fueling inner growth through health and fitness, but also through travel. Sarah has moved and traveled abroad as a solo female traveler multiple times. Her experiences have helped her find balance in her own life, and she now offers one-on-one personal training to empower others to do the same and to take control of their own lives. So thank you so much, Sarah, for being here with us. We are very, very excited to talk to you, especially because you're our second guest, which is very exciting. (laughs) So why don't you like introduce yourself to the listeners and uh, tell us all a little bit more about you? Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for having me on, guys. I feel a little pressure that I'm your second guest, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very excited. Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah. I am a personal trainer here in Toronto. I always struggle with introductions because I feel like many of us, I wear so many different hats. I'm like, where do Mm -hmm. I freaking start? Um, (laughs) But I run a online personal training business. It's something new for me that I've um, I've started during the pandemic. Other than that, I'm also a, um, I just finished my master's right when the pandemic hit. So I like, this is all new to me. So I'm a new business owner, a new master's graduate. I did my master's in organizational communication with a focus on intercultural comms. So I've traveled a lot throughout my studies, but now I'm in Toronto. I'm super excited to be here running my business on the side. I do a lot of writing and blogging. And for now, that's about it. It's actually quite a lot to do while I'm working from home. I'm usually more busy. I usually have more things going on. But for now, these running my business and writing seems to be just the right amount. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you're still very busy <laughs> and still finding ways to fit fitness into your everyday life as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like I, I, it's pretty much a lifestyle now, so I don't really need to think about it. Yeah, I think that is the key, and I definitely want to talk more about that later in this episode because I think that's it. Is like, I do think though, like having fitness as part of like your lifestyle, and it just like becomes habit. You know what I mean? It's just like way more, way easier, I guess, to work it into like your everyday. It's not just here and there and then you're like oh why why aren't I healthier why aren't I you know feeling better when it's just here or there it's not part of your lifestyle yeah that's exactly it I think that fitting in your lifestyle is key and once it becomes kind of that autopilot thing and you don't even have to think about it it's just something you enjoy then that's when you don't even really notice the progress and the health benefits that you're getting from it necessarily like it's just part of your everyday life Exactly. So how did you first kind of like get into making like health and fitness a part of your everyday? Like how did you get to it where it's just like a part of your lifestyle now? Yeah, that's a good question. It's definitely taken some work, but I think that I've been blessed to grow up in a health, like a really fit lifestyle. I've been a competitive dancer. I still dance. I mean, outside of the pandemic, I danced in Toronto. 
And so I grew up like competing and training six days a week. And then, and so I was just naturally keeping like exercising every day pretty intensely. But what happened was then I, I still kept dancing throughout my under, uh, undergrad and then I moved away for school. I'm from a small town, I'm from Sudbury. Um, and then I moved to Ottawa for my master's um, and I stopped dancing full time. I was still dancing, but just not so frequently. I was studying so much more as you can imagine. And I had never, like I had gone to the gym as a supplement to help with my dancing, but not as like a main source of health and fitness if you know i don't know if i'm saying yeah. that properly but yeah it wasn't like my main yeah. exercise it was just to get stronger to jump higher or be more stable in my turns and so then when i just started dancing twice a week in, in my masters i started gaining a lot of weight and i didn't really notice to be honest like i was just enjoying life it wasn't a big deal <laughs> and then one day i kind of looked at myself and i was like what the heck like this is like I'm not feeling great and I've actually gained quite a bit of weight like I had put on 20 pounds in a year which is not that big of a deal I was still pretty healthy but it just wasn't my typical self and I didn't feel like myself fully so I decided well I clued into the fact that I just wasn't being as active as I was used to my whole life and finally I actually start actively thinking about living a healthy and fit life like about what I was putting in my body because I was just burning so many calories before I didn't really think about it too too much so I really had to start thinking about it so I got myself an online coach which is pretty crazy because it's like full circle now that I'm an online coach yeah and that's really what kick-started my passion for it because when I hired my coach and I started doing programs I actually loved it like I loved how it made me feel but I also loved the discipline of it and maybe that's because of my background in dance where I was so disciplined all the time that having this other sort of discipline with fitness and being accountable to myself and accountable to my progress I was really striving on that and mm -hmm. so that I just fell into natural rhythm in my life and I was lucky that I enjoyed like going to the gym and I enjoyed, enjoyed that bodybuilding style like process so I mean, for some people, it might not happen that seamlessly, you know, you, mm -hmm. you do need to dig and find the things that you like. And I'm sure we could talk about that some more later, but it did happen pretty seamlessly for me as soon as I clicked that I needed to do it. And then, I mean, I'm a pretty full on yeah. person. So as soon as I got it, I was like, okay, now I have to do this even more intensely. And now I, I want to become a coach and that kind of just got the ball rolling. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I love that story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you touched on a really great point when you were saying like you had noticed you put on weight, but you just weren't feeling super healthy. And I think that's mm -hmm. one of the biggest things about like a fitness lifestyle is that it's not just exercising to lose weight. And I remember a long time ago, I saw this quote that was like, exercising should be a celebration of what your body can do. It shouldn't be punishment for like the things you eat or anything like that. And I was like, that is just such a great perspective because I feel like a lot of people work out because they want to look a certain way and lose weight. You know what I mean? So, and there's so many more benefits to working out and exercising regularly than that. Like it makes you feel so much better. So can you talk to us a bit about what are some of those extra benefits, especially right now living in isolation, you know, everybody's saying, okay, go for a walk, like you'll feel so much better. But just talk to us about what are some of those other benefits to regular exercise rather than just losing weight? 
Yeah, for sure. And I think what you said is so important. And I love that quote too. I've heard it before and exercising to celebrate your capabilities instead of mm -hmm. just punishing yourself for whatever you ate the day before for the fact that you didn't exactly. exercise. And it's, it's one of those things that I tell my clients all the time. I guess this is kind of detouring from your question, but I promise I'll get back no to worries. it. No worries. <laughs> but um, I always tell my clients, like, if you miss a day of working out or if you, I don't know, overeat one day or you just, like, get a, a bunch of takeout at the Sunday or whatever, like, instead of punishing yourself the next day and overdoing it or just, like, trying to go super hard and restricting your calories or whatnot, instead of doing that, just, just move on. Like, it's no big deal because we're, yeah. we're like, we're humans. We're meant to enjoy food and we're meant to have fun. And we're not always meant to be so disciplined. We need the, this time to let go, but it becomes kind of a, like, I guess a bad cycle or a toxic cycle when you're constantly punishing yourself. And then those rewards don't even feel like rewards. They just feel almost like guilt, you know, and it's just this 100%. vicious cycle. So yeah, instead of working out to punish what you've done, just just move on, like do what you did. And then next day, pick up where you left off. Like it's no big deal, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's like kind of a, an important message that I like to talk about too. But coming back to your question, which was, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can stop me whenever because I, I go on and also no, because I'm very going. passionate. <laughs> <laughs> we love um, it. This is what I need. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So other benefits, I, I listed down a few because I think they're really important to talk about and to remind ourselves of because, yeah, we hear tons of stuff, especially on social media right now. It's like, go for walks, make sure you move your body, but we don't always hear the why. And it's important to remind ourselves of why we're doing these things. So mm -hmm. like one of the things that we need to remember is that physical activity really plays an essential role in our overall quality of life. And that's not just for weight loss, it's just for our actual quality. Like it improves not only our physical health, but our mental health and our psychological health health as well. And one thing to, to like bring it back to, because yeah, we talk about like body aesthetics all the time, but mm -hmm. it exercise as a whole plays a role in like preventative medicine as well, right? Like it really does play a role in reducing the risk of some premature health diseases. So there's that side of it. I won't get too deep into that, but it's also important to remind ourselves of it, right? When we're thinking too much about our physique, like be like, no, this is actually for my quality of life. This is to prevent future, like premature future diseases from occurring and making sure that I can live my best life as I age and as I get older. And, and then there's the other side of it, which is just like the direct effects of exercise, which is that it boosts our mood. We hear this a lot, it releases endorphins. So you actually do feel the effects right after you exercise. And even if you don't enjoy it necessarily during, or you're cursing your instructor or whatnot during, you, will, you do feel better afterwards <laughs> because it does release endorphins. You feel, you could feel, yeah, it's a mood booster, but also, it's a stress reliever so which is important during the quarantine as well in day-to-day -day life totally. too like when we're actually busy and running around the city and whatnot um yeah it does relieve stress it, but in the in quarantine i think especially if you're able to really zone out during your workouts and we could talk about that later but for me it's like really focusing on my workout itself which is harder mm -hmm. said than done especially if we're working out in our tiny little apartments or in our homes or whatnot. But if you can really focus like 
it it does help you disconnect from life a little bit and then in hindsight also reduces your stress other side benefits improves memory as you age <laughs> it can also improve your sleep so that's one of the things that my clients report a lot on too is just how their sleep improves with more exercise that they do and then well, I could go on forever, but also <laughs> aside from the physique that you can get from exercise, I think it's super important to focus on um, the performance side of it as well. So like, mm -hmm. instead of constantly setting yourself up, like, oh, I want, I don't know, I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to define my shoulders or get some abs, whatever. Instead of thinking of that, setting yourself up some performance goals, because for me, why I like to exercise is because I want to feel like my body is a capable body. Like I want to be able to, as I grow older, experience all that life has to offer. I don't want to feel like I have to miss out on some things because I'm not exercising my body and getting it in best in the best shape that I can so that I can experience these things, whether it be like, I don't know. I mean, like maybe like 20 years from now, whether it be like playing with my kids at the park, but for now in my twenties, it's like, I want to be able to do that hike when I travel to Nepal, <laughs> you know, like I want to be yeah. able to do these things. And that sounds crazy. It could even be just like, I want to be able to do this 10 K hike outside of Toronto, but just really yeah. be able to trust your body and feel energized and good because the more that you feel healthy and the stronger that you feel, the more that you'll be able to experience life fully, you know? So that's totally. one of the things that I, I really feel passionate about, about exercise. And so really thinking of it as like a, a like thinking about your performance in your exercise, gaining your strength, upping your cardio, like your cardio is so important. Your heart is one of the most important things in your body. So treating it right and making sure that you're like keep, keeping up with it and always pushing it to become better and healthier and you know, working on, yeah, your endurance and your strength, your flexibility. There's just so much that goes into this. That's so much more important than the physique. And the physique will yeah. come when you focus on your performance. It will come, but like, if you just don't think of it primarily, yeah, then you won't stress about it and you won't be like checking yourself in the mirror every day and stepping on the scale every day because that's not what yeah. exercise is for, you know? Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. I love that so much. I always... Even the smallest tasks, I always – smallest tasks that I've been dreading doing, so not even exercise related. It could just be like doing the dishes. Every time I'm like, okay, I need a reason to just do the dishes, I'm always like, you're looking out for your future self. If you do them now, you're not going to walk into the kitchen and be like so annoyed with yourself that you didn't do them, you know – an hour ago when you saw the mess. And I feel like what you were saying about exercise is the exact same thing where it's just looking out for your future self. You know, like I, you don't want health issues down the line. You want to be able to be your strongest, most capable self down the line. And it's like, well, you have to put in that work now so that when you get there eventually, you know, and that future self or version of yourself is going to thank you for the work you put in now. Mm -hmm. And that resonates so much with me because it's just, like I said, the most like the smallest tasks in my day to day, I'm always looking out for my future self. <laughs> so that really yeah. resonated. <laughs> it's so true. Like, but it's hard, right? Cause like, we're just so, we just like immediate results all the time. So exactly. having to set in your mind, like my future self will be so happy I did these dishes. Like that's, you'll be like, well, my current self doesn't want to, but you have to be stronger yeah. than that. <laughs> and that's like me in like the middle of a Pilates class. It's like, I, 
current self is not loving this, but future me will <laughs> really appreciate this. <laughs> it's so true. Keeping that in mind. Key, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first time that I like went out dancing since I started working out more consistently, that was the first time where it was like I felt it in my body, like actual results. Because it's like, oh, my God, I can just dance all night. Look at me go. And that was something that like, (laughs) and it's little moments like that that you can't predict and you can't plan for that I feel like are the most rewarding. And it's the same if you're on vacation and you want to do a hike and you're just like, I'm killing this hike right now. Look at me go. And it's like, you're not working out thinking like when I go on a vacation in a year and I do a hike one morning, like, or maybe you are, I don't know. But it's those yeah. little unpredictable moments where you are like, I feel the most grateful for your body. And that's where I I feel like it's the most rewarding to kind of like see your results. Because, you know, yeah, I feel like you can yeah. always be striving to like lose more weight or, you know, lift more weight or whatever. But when you actually like feel that and that like pride in those moments, that's really, really rewarding. I um, honestly like just got chills when you were saying that like when you were on the dance floor and you (laughs) just felt like you could dance all that because to me I also love going out dancing Mm -hmm. like I didn't think I would miss it but I I just like the feeling of being on the dance floor just killing it all night and you come home (laughs) just so sweaty yeah yes (laughs) but but that feeling that you got like you went out dancing and you were just Mm -hmm. living your best life but you felt capable to live it like you weren't thinking like oh I I can't do this right now and you were just in the moment Mm -hmm. and that's that's just payoff for what the work that you put in before then you were just so present you know and and that's Mm -hmm. what it's for yeah Yeah, exactly I love that so much yeah and I think that ties it all to what you were saying Sarah is it's also like really helps your you mentally as well you know and it's just like little things like that like obviously focusing on your workout and disconnecting from the day-to-day there's obviously a lot of like mental health and mental wellness benefits to that and stress relief like you said but also just any moment where you're like I totally got this I am so strong I am amazing you know like that is just such good positive talk and like so good for your like mental health as well you know and like just your overall happiness and well-being and like you're saying tag like it's in like those little moments that you don't even like you're not even planning on being like, I'm going to go out tonight and I'm going to dance all night. And, you know, it's just like it happens and you're just like so proud of yourself and you just feel so like content and happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's such a good thing, positive or mentally as well as physically. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, Tag, I definitely remember that where you're like, okay, I started going to Zumba, so we have to go to a club because <laughs> I know all these great new dance moves. And then she was just killing it all night. And I was just like, yes, can yeah. I go to Zumba with you? Because I could learn a thing or two here. I have like come home so from funny. dancing and felt hungover after not even drinking just because I sweat so much. <laughs> I was like, I need a Gatorade right now. And it's just me being aggressive on the dance no. floor. <laughs> personal fitness and wellness look like day to day 
Yeah, good question. I mean, it's changed so, so much because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, I've been really gentle on myself and I've been pretty happy with myself and being able to be gentle. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like there's great like positive messages with the community around me and the people I follow on social media about practicing this like practicing being gentle and forgiving on the changes that are happening in your life because of our whole life happening in our home. Mm -hmm. But I've been also very happy with being able to keep up with my health and fitness routine, although I've had to adapt it a lot. So, I mean, (laughs) I'll go short picture. (laughs) I could bring you guys through the whole thing, but right now, I'll just go right now. (laughs) Right now. So, like I said, I've I was really focused in the gym. Like that was my go-to source of exercise and everything I say on here, like I'm just talking super personally. It's not like a, like I, I want to talk about how the gym is not the be all end all, but for me, this was, is my favorite source of exercise. So yeah. I was really heavy in the gym. And of course I haven't been able to go to the gym in a year, which was really, really difficult at the start because I, that was what like really motivated me to keep being fit. I'm super, I get super excited about, like strength training and just really pushing and getting stronger so that's kind of my way Mm -hmm. to do it but I'm really grateful because I coach for a virtual fitness studio just once a week Mm -hmm. I coach but it's one of my best friends that owns it so I get to work out with her too and I've joined some of her classes and I've never been I, I teach a lot of classes which is kind of weird but I'm not like big on taking classes I think I don't know what it is. I think I'm a bit of a control freak on my workouts. <laughs> like, I want to do what I want to do, which is why I'm not like, that great at taking classes. But pandemic has changed um, Changed me. I'm a new woman. I really love classes now. <laughs> so what was great was that I, I started coaching for her and started taking her classes and the classes of the other instructors that are um, teaching for this virtual fitness studio as well. And that was the perfect way to stay fit for the first half of the pandemic. I loved it so much. It kept me accountable every day. It got me out of my head because I mean, I, for everyone else living in Toronto in these tiny apartments, like I live in a one bedroom, 500 square foot apartment with my boyfriend who is a very tall, large man. So like, (laughs) like there's not lots of space, you know, we both use our living room for every single task so like actually lifting weights becomes a little bit difficult to get in that right headspace so taking these classes has been so awesome because I just put on the video and then I get to block out the rest of the world I just do what the instructor says it's been very very helpful I'm so grateful for that but now (laughs) I said I wasn't gonna say the earlier stuff but I'm bringing it back (laughs) that was quick now what I'm doing is I've missed strength training so much so I've been trying to like figure out how to include it back we have we have pretty heavy dumbbells. Like I think I have up to a hundred pounds worth of dumbbells here. So I feel pretty grateful for that too. I mean, they're like rusty iron dumbbells. Like they're not cute or anything. They're <laughs> not they that fun the to <laughs> Yeah, they're, they do the trick. I'm grateful for them. So what I've started to do is like, I'll, I'll do a bit of like, I'll do like a 30 minute class and then I'll add a bit of weight training afterwards. So it's not like I'm doing like a full hour of weight training just by myself in my living room. I just tack on 30 minutes from my classes. So <laughs> bringing it back, you guys can edit any of this out. <laughs> um, <So good. laughs> bringing it back, I, I decided just a, like a few weeks ago that I was gonna start programming for myself again. I 
am consistently on programs outside of the pandemic because I think for me, again, my disciplined mindset and like just having very concrete goals is mm -hmm. how I like to function. It really drives me and it's really fun for me. So, and it's what I coach my clients through too. So I decided to um, coach myself through my for, through a six week program. Once the six week program's done, then I reassess and I do another kind of program. I give myself a little leeway in between to chill out. But in the like bodybuilding world, it's called periodization. So periodizing different blocks in your workout and your like fitness routine. So right now I program the six weeks of workouts for myself, including like some of those classes in it that really align with my goals. So I'll do like a lower body class and then do some like heavyweight hip thrusts and whatever, like deadlifts or whatnot. Like I have that pre-programmed. So I'm working out five days a week currently. Um, that's really perfect for me right now. I don't think that five days is like the key or anything, like anything between three days to six days, you're doing great, you know, um, but I'm working out five days. If I want to work out another day, just because I'm bored and I'm antsy or some things, I'm not moving, I will on, but I make sure that at least like every single day of the week, even if I'm not working out, I'm doing some sort of active recovery, active recovery equals anything that's like really low intensity on your body. And I do suggest that people do active recovery every day, even on your like rest days, include some sort of that. So that could be yoga or walking, bike riding, anything that's just a little leisurely, but that your body's still moving. So I make sure to move seven days a week. Two of those days are not intense workouts, but just like walking around or whatnot. Um, and that's pretty much my fitness. So five days a week of I'll have two days lower body, two days upper body focused, one day that's more like hit cardio where I just really get like my heart pumping. And, and that's that right now. And that's what I'm gonna be focusing on for six weeks. What I love about it is that all my workouts are pre-programmed or their class. So I don't need to think about it. Like when it's time to work out, I show up, I know yeah. what I'm doing. And that's pretty much that for now for my workout routine. Awesome. And um, so how does your um, like personal training program kind of like compare to that, I guess? It, it does compare pretty accurately to my program. So mm -hmm. for for my clients, we do like it's either a four week option, eight week option, 12 week option, each depending on like what your goals are and what you're looking for. People who have chosen four week options are usually people who just like want like this challenge and it's totally in your mindset, like whatever you want. If you're like, I want four weeks to just like really challenge my body and push myself, see what I could do four weeks. But then I, the people who are doing 12 weeks are kind of working towards more establishing, yeah, that healthy and fit lifestyle and making sure that they learn proper technique and that they're doing workouts that like they're really learning so that they could be super self-sufficient afterwards, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So similar to me, I'll program all of their workouts beforehand. They're really customized to them. Like I'm customized by customizing my workouts to myself. I'll customize it to them and their lifestyle, how many days they want to work out for, what their goals are, what equipment they have, where they're working out from, all that stuff. And I create their workouts for them like I do for myself. I add their active rest days and whatnot. And they also have like I would say depends on your program, but on average, every three weeks, they do an official check-in and I'll do that on myself too. So I take my progress pictures beforehand. I don't think progress pictures are necessary. Let me tell you, like that's very physique oriented, but I also yeah. think that, that if you're not hyper-focused on your physique, but you do have progress pictures here and there, then it's just kind mm -hmm. of that little boost. You're like, whoa, I didn't really notice that, but look, I have made these totally. changes, right? So, yeah. and I don't like... 
usually like I don't even ask for my clients weight or anything I just ask for their progress pictures because I don't Mm -hmm. care like I really don't give a shit about their weight but what's cool is that to see them gain muscle and to see their bodies change as they get stronger and whatnot so every few weeks they'll take their progress pictures and they'll give me a lowdown on everything that's happened and how they're feeling and they'll outline three of their like main wins for the past two or three weeks and most of these wins which is always so exciting to read that the best part of the check-ins for me is that they're they I don't even ask for this but they've been so performance oriented like not body oriented at all which is so cool to see because it just means that we're like everybody's realizing how much of the benefit it's been on their overall health you know like yeah. you'll see people be like oh That's I awesome. hit my water goals every single day and I slept better for th- the past two weeks and I don't know I've been like super energized after work I don't feel like taking a nap or whatnot so there's that yeah. com- I mean I could go off forever but that's kind of like the basics right there but there's a lot more to it of course <laughs> I love that that's awesome <laughs> yeah And I love how personalized it is because Mm -hmm. like you said, everybody is different and everybody's motivated by different things. Like you said, you weren't so much a class person where I was the opposite, obviously (laughs) pre-pandemic where I had to like have a class because that was time that I was, had to show up for myself. You know what I mean? Like I already signed up for the class, therefore I'm committed where if it's, I can do this at any time. I just constantly kind of brush it off and push it off. So I think that's so great is you take time to learn about all of your clients and then personalize the program specifically for them. Mm -hmm. And also just to understand their goals on our golden 20s podcast. We are very like, we talk about goals all the time. I'm like a huge goal setter. Yeah. I love setting goals. So an April challenge happening right now with so many goals, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. We have our April glow up challenge happening right now. And it's just all about, that's it. Pretty much. We set monthly goals all the time, but for April, we wanted to set monthly goals. Also some like weekly and daily tasks to help us just feel um, our best throughout the month. So that is definitely my mentality. Tegan's <laughs> mentality too is just like very goal oriented. So mm-hmm. I think that's awesome that that's part of your program as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really love that too, because that's how I function. Personally, I'm super goal oriented as well. Um, another really great part about the program is that like me and my clients have constant rapport one-on-one. So once you, if you become a client, we get a, we, I get them on Slack Mm -hmm. and we talk throughout the week. So I get to actually check in on you. Like every Monday they'll get an email that just like, is just like, let's kick some ass. It's Monday, you know, like it's time to do this kind (laughs) of thing. And and also we've only been talking for a few hours and you have me pumped up like if you were to message me every Monday I would be like hell yeah girl we're doing this <laughs> it's so good I'm like what would I want to hear on a Monday morning and I just like talk like I would talk to myself like this is what I would want but every Monday yeah it's just like outlining what I want you to think about for the week so we'll talk about different concepts like I'll be like this week let's think about progressive overload this week let's think about da-da-da, whatever every Monday is a different thing. And then I'll message you directly and be like, Hey, this is the workout coming up. This is what I want you to think about. And you kind of get to dictate how much you want me, how much you want to chat. Like a lot of my clients, like twice a week check-ins are, are great. Once a week check-ins are great. And sometimes people like on certain weeks just have so many questions 
And because I yeah. am a sports nutrition specialist as well, we talk a lot about nutrition to the ones that want to and are interested. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a super fun part of my program. And one of like for sure my favorite part is just being able because it, to have that rapport because I'm not training anyone in the gym and I'm not seeing you face to face. So being able to chat with you, we hop on Zoom for sure, at least once, depending on the length of your program. Before you program, we get on Zoom once just to like really set that rapport. And then if you're on a longer program, we'll have like monthly meetings just to check in. But other than that, like at least I get to text you, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. And you're that accountability partner. Like I think so many people need an accountability partner when it comes to fitness, especially if it's not something that they're used to doing um, and it's not habit, like fitness isn't part of their lifestyle yet. I feel like having that little nudge and having somebody who's like, hey, come on, like (laughs) you said you're going to do this, you know, somebody who can be like honest and just hold you accountable, like that helps so much. So that's amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. We all need that, right? Like even Definitely. even me who just like already has this i i need things that keep me accountable yeah mm-hmm. definitely so how you talked a little bit about nutrition how does that kind of fit into your like day-to-day like wellness journey i'm not sure if i'm more passionate about nutrition or working out you guys will have to tell <laughs> by, tell me by the way that i talk <laughs> Yeah, nutrition is so much fun to me. It's not like anything that's stressful or anything. And what I hope to help people with someday as I keep like on with this journey is just realizing how simple it really is. Like I heard somebody talk on YouTube, like one of the fitness YouTubers that I really like being like, like working out and nutrition is actually really simple and the industry just overcomplicates complicates it and the industry tries to like sell us on ideas and on things where we become so flustered but really it's it's simple you know it's just eat good food and move your body you know Mm -hmm. um like it's it's so basic and so nutrition for me I actually just enjoy it like I, I really do enjoy eating healthy but the reason I enjoy eating healthy is because it makes me feel good and you do notice a difference and of course if you eat healthy for a few days and you're not used to it, you might not feel different right away. It's one of those things like working out that you do have to do over a period of time. But making sure that you have proper nutrition, it it not only helps with like your performance during your workouts and like the better you perform, of course, the more progress you'll be able to make in any asset of fitness fitness that you want if it's cardio or endurance or just muscle building like the better you're able to show up for yourself the more you're able to perform the the more progress you'll make so not only will it help there but it also just helps like your general gen yeah your general bodily functions uh it helps muscle repair and muscle growth it helps you feel energized and it just really promotes like an optimal health right that's just the basics of it so for me I'm really diligent with my nutrition, but this is not like necessary at all to be as diligent as I am. I just enjoy being super diligent, but I think that what like the the main thing, and maybe you've heard it before, because I know you guys are, are also super into health and fitness. The main approach that I like to use, and I think is so beneficial and super simple for everyone out there is to use the 80-20 approach to nutrition. Have you heard of this before? I don't think so. 
okay, perfect. Yay. Um, <laughs> um, 80, 20 would be like, it's really basic. It's not like revolutionary or anything, but <laughs> it means that 80% of the time you want to fill your diet up with whole foods. And then 20% of the time you fill your diet up with soul foods. Mm. <laughs> I just like using okay. the soul, the word soul food instead of like cheat meal or treat meal because I'm like <laughs> you like you feel your body you feel your soul you know mm. and, and it's just kind of a more lighthearted way to think about it I guess and not so like guilt ridden when you're like I cheated today yeah you know yeah so no I like I fueled so my soul <laughs> yeah oh my um, gosh I love that yeah and then I think for like it, it removes that pressure and that guilt because you're like 80% of my day you could do this like on a week basis i like to think of it on a daily basis because it, it relieves me from like a overconsumption type mindset like if i just eat mm -hmm. the foods that are that i like for my soul or like the foods that i like to treat myself with every day but just 20 percent of my daily food intake then it's not a big deal like i'm not like depriving myself of that when i feel like I like when one day I allow myself to have it I'm just like gorging if that happens whatever but I you, I don't yeah. feel the need so much because mm -hmm. I do have those foods it, they fill up 20% of my meals right so 80% of the time whole foods these are foods that are nutrient dense that are most of the time like I'll eat so if we think about just the macronutrients that make up our food which are carbs proteins and fats most of the time I'll eat really complex carbohydrates. You can have complex carbs or simple carbs. Simple carbs are great. They're more like your um, like refined carbs. They're quick digesting. Um, so they won't make you feel full for as long. They'll be really quick and give you that burst of energy. Those are great around your workout. Also great if you just feel like eating them. But most of the time, if you want to feel satiated for longer and have a more like prolonged source of energy you want to eat more complex carbs these are carbs that are lower on the uh glycine like their glycemic index is lower you could find a chart of that online super easily to see like which carbs digest slower than others then you fill your diet up with really healthy fats so omega-3s are super healthy uh, super healthy fats in there like also a lot of the fats that we also have a lot of omega-6s but we do want to try our best to get as much omega-3 as possible so you need to kind of watch that a little bit um but yeah avocado obviously nut butters seeds salmon great sources of fat coconut oil olive oil flax seeds so much and then your proteins I personally just prefer lean protein sources. Um, I do eat meat. I don't eat red meat though. That's just a personal choice. I mean, if it's there, I, I probably wouldn't say no necessarily if, if it's the only sort of thing to eat, but I just eat mostly poultry and stuff like that. If you're vegetarian or vegan, tons of protein sources that are super, super filled with nutrients as well that are great, pro like great full sources of protein and that's kind of that's kind of like the, the really really tip of the iceberg when it comes to filling your diet up with really balanced but you do want to have all of those in your diet to make a well-rounded diet because each the protein the carbs and the fats each have a really specific role and will help your body in different mm -hmm. ways so you do want to make sure that you have that healthy balance and you fill your diet up with these things so there's ways that you can think about it but just i would suggest that 
basically you kind of want a source of each in each of your meals even if you just have a like a carb-based snack that's fine maybe just have like make sure that there's some good fats and protein in your next snack or your next meal kind of balancing it out that way and that makes up 80 percent. and then the other 20 percent like have a cookie or some chocolate (laughs) (laughs) I love that that so much yeah so do you track what you eat on a daily basis Sarah or are you just kind of now that you know and you're conscious of your 80-20 rule you don't feel the need to like track it on the daily I personally do still track my macros the reason I still track is I'm not diligent. I haven't been diligent for a while. I was quite strict with myself at the start, but I'm personally okay with that. I think that that tracking your macros is a really, really good tool to learn. I don't think it's something that you need to do forever. You can even just give yourself a month to just track it. Like I've been doing it for a few years now, and I don't think this is like a forever thing. Um, The reason I'm doing it right now is because I have really, like really specific goals. And I'm also hoping to compete in a fitness competition in the fall so i i am like very diligent but it's super not necessary to live like this well-balanced life it just is a really great tool to learn what goes in your food um, and to understand portions and how many calories you're actually eating because like good food like healthy nutritious food you can eat like quite a bit of it the calories aren't as dense in that as like takeout or whatnot right Mm -hmm. and you'd be surprised by how much you can fill your plate with these healthy foods and how satiating it could be and and so I do think that it's it's a really great tool for for at least a bit even just a month of tracking will give you a good understanding but yeah like I said I still track but I actually genuinely enjoy it and the day that I don't enjoy it anymore and that causes me more stress than anything then I'll stop like if anything at this point you you after you do it for a while you grow an intuition right so Mm -hmm. I think that that I'd be fine yeah that's awesome one of my sisters is she suggested I think more to my mom and maybe to me and my other sister as well like having a food diary just even just like tracking what you eat and then also writing down how you felt that day and then mm-hmm. seeing, you know, how your food impacts how you feel. And for the past two years too, I've had like a lot of like breakouts and stuff. She's like, track your food and see, you know, if it's a result of what you're eating. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just such a great idea too, because I feel everybody gets caught up in counting calories and, you know, limit like tracking their food, but it's to kind of limit themselves where, I think what you're saying and what's resonating so much with me while you were speaking was that it's just having awareness of what you're eating. Like that's the point of it. And then from there, you can decide what you want to do with that information, you know, like, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You really nailed it. Like it's just, it's just, I think for me where some people have this restrictive mindset, like you're saying surrounding counting calories for me, it's like a freedom mindset. It's like, if yeah. I know, then I get to choose. Like I, I give this example and I I think I could tie this back to what you're saying, but I think it's a pretty pertinent example. It's like in in my so if like once you, I'm your once you hire me as your coach, you also get this full nutrition ebook that I wrote, which just like goes over what max like everything that that goes into sports nutrition basically. And one of the examples I provide is like, okay, you could have two Subway cookies soul foods like have them if oh, you want but best. if you have like <laughs> I love Subway cookies. <laughs> well, 
buy? What's in it? What? Like, I don't understand. What do they think? Nothing like it. I could pay $20 for a cookie and it wouldn't be as good as a $2 Subway cookie. <laughs> so funny. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like two Subway cookies is around, say, 440 calories. And then as opposed to that, another 440 calories would be like a huge bowl of Greek yogurt with like two huge scoops of oats, a bunch of bananas, a scoop of peanut butter <laughs> and strawberries. Like that is 440 or the two cookies. Now this shouldn't like make you feel like to me anyways, it doesn't make me feel bad. It just makes me feel like, well, what do I feel like today? Today, mm-hmm. do I feel like, mm-hmm. like, having these cookies and maybe feeling a little bit more hungry so I'll have to like you know what I mean like what am I gonna feel like if I feel like these two cookies is like what I need you know I just started my period or something and I'm like I need these cookies I'll eat them <laughs> but then I know like if I'm like ravenous and I want to eat like a full four like 500 calories that'll just fuel me like then yeah of course the yogurt bowl right yeah. <laughs> Not only are you like keeping yourself accountable and all of this, but like you said, you started a business during COVID, which is crazy. So congratulations. <laughs> you should be really proud of yourself because that is crazy. Um, so how do you like keep yourself accountable? How do you kind of prioritize the stuff in your life? Because I feel like a, for a lot of people, it's hard to prioritize working out and eating healthy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very difficult for sure. I think it's making sure that you have systems in place, like proper mm. systems is, and it's difficult because before, like pre-COVID, we had these systems in place for us, whether it be like a fitness studio or you would go mm. to the office. I'm, I mean, I've never had an office job, but, but I, <laughs> in my mind, you go to the office and then after you're done at the office, you're like, okay, now I go to my like Zumba studio or mm-hmm. I go to my bar studio and these systems are in place for you already. You don't have to like go home and create them yourself. And this is a crazy world. The, the thing with me is that I came from like already an entrepreneurial background. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was writing my thesis. That's like, the thesis is similar almost in some ways to running your own business because you're just like you figure it out you you're writing like a mini book and Mm -hmm. it's on your own shoulders right so I had that practice of having to set myself like very diligent systems to make sure that I was writing every day and whatnot Mm -hmm. and I was running like my own like little freelancing thing on the side too that's done that was done after I graduated but now it's like taking those lessons that I learned through writing my thesis and applying them to my life right now. And it is more difficult because I have no external things. So even though I was writing every day, I still went to the to dance studio. I still went to coach at the gym and stuff. And now I don't have that. So, and it's something that you guys practice too. I see it on your Instagram all the time. It's like really scheduling yourself and making these things a non-negotiable and knowing mm-hmm. that you are doing this for your future self as well, right? Mm-hmm. We need to be graceful mm-hmm. in ourselves and gentle because, yeah, maybe you won't accomplish as much in the day as you would have beforehand. But the fact that we're accomplishing some stuff is pretty amazing. Like, we've adapted and we're actually doing things throughout this. And that's, like, that's crazy. We're doing it. And so just being, like, gentle on what we are accomplishing, being, like, just really, I think, at the end of the day, being like, 
for me anyways, it's something I've been practicing is like, okay, what did I do today on those days where I feel like, oh, maybe I didn't do much recounting what I did. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's quite a bit actually, you know? So yeah, like I, like implementing those systems. And by that, I mean, like maybe sitting down with yourself on a Sunday or on a Monday morning and be like, what do I want my week to look like? How many workouts do I want to do this week? If you choose four, okay, four workouts, when am I going to work out? If you guys take classes from virtual fitness studios, plan the classes in advance, like book yourself into those classes, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's an Instagram live that you're doing, just write it down somewhere. Like I'm doing Instagram live at 12 (laughs) with so-and-so. So So you're like, really pick them and put them in your schedule as a non-negotiable. If you're doing like, if you're more of like a, a weightlifter or you want to do your own solo workouts, write them out first so that you're not showing up that day being like, oh, what should I do? Like, like sit down on Monday morning or Sunday night and be like, okay, I want to do this many workouts and then write them down. So when you show up, you're like, okay, let's do this, you know? Yeah. And and so that's how I would do my own like workout schedule. And then for the business side of it, it would be similar to that. So one trick that I like to do is to have every day be a different, have a different focus on every day. So I took this from like one of the business coaches I really like her name is Vanessa Lau if you ever need like Instagram business tips she's Canadian so like support um (laughs) she's really really awesome she's like grown like crazy and just offers tons of actionable tips and stuff and one of them is like if you're a business owner or you have like a side hustle or you guys with your podcast or whatnot it's like every single day because if you own your own business you play every role like you do your marketing you do your social media you do your client management you're like you're everything right and it could get overwhelming the tasks are never ending so like for me mondays is my client day like no every monday i show up i'm like okay this is my client day like i'm customer service and i'm talking to my clients (laughs) like that's monday no non-negotiable and i have that specific workout tuesdays create content that's every Tuesday, non-negotiable. And then it's kind of like you can invest yourself in those, in those days mm-hmm. a little bit more because you're not like, well, what about that client? You're like, oh, what about yeah. that email or whatever? It's like, no, no, like Tuesdays, this is the day, you know? And just keep going down your week like that, picking your focus for every single day. Yeah, I find that's been helping me so much as just while we're doing the April glow up challenge, I just got a new agenda that I've been using. I haven't been using my agenda Usually I'm like, my whole week is planned out like pre-COVID. I'm like, my whole (laughs) life is planned out in my agenda. But once the pandemic hit, I stopped using my agenda and just recently got back into it. And I've been doing exactly like what you said is like writing down that on this night, I'm going to do this class at this time, you know, and this day I'm going to just go for a walk or I'll go for an evening walk versus a lunchtime walk, you know, and I'll literally write it every single day and plan my week. And it just does hold me accountable in a different way. Like I'm not, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I have to show up for myself because like you said, it's a non-negotiable, you know, I've already committed to doing that that day. There's no reason I can't do it you know I can plan everything else around it so I love that I think that's a great tip yeah I love that you do that too I also think that and and like the idea of non-negotiable for me is like super important is setting those non-negotiables for yourself but even deeper than that is asking yourself why they're non-negotiable and I think that's just even almost more important than something that I 
talk about with my clients a lot. It's like, okay, why do you want this? Like, this is your goal. Very cool. Why? And it's actually like digging yeah. deep into yourself and keep asking yourself, like, if you're like, well, I want this because I don't know, I want to make, uh, I want to be strong. Why do you want to be strong? Like keep asking yourself these questions. And so the, re the, the days that you're like, well, why did I schedule myself this? then you like, I don't really feel like doing this. Why did I tell myself I'd do it? You can come back to your why. You're yeah. like, oh, this is because, this is why. This is why I'm going to do this today, even if I don't feel like it. Ooh, I'm so pumped up. I'm like, I need to go work out <laughs> right now. <laughs> Tegan just like leave for, yeah, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, gotta go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just a quick workout. Yeah, yeah, I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's Thank so good. Yeah. <laughs> but this was so great I learned so yeah. much um do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you on social media yeah sure um you can find me on instagram it's hello.sarah s-a-r-a and that's like I'm pretty much just on instagram right now I'm, I'm on tiktok but I'm more of a, a creeper like I just like consuming the tiktoks <laughs> Yeah, um, very fair. Maybe one day. <laughs> but yeah, hello.sarah on Instagram. On my Instagram, you'll have the links to my um, website on there and different little like guides that I've created that I use myself that I also just put out there to share because it's the pandemic and we all just need those boosts and stuff. So um, you could check me on there. That's really the main place that I'm the most active. Yeah, like I said, you could find my website on there. If you have any questions, of course, DM me. I would just love to chat with any of you that's awesome and you also mentioned you coach a few classes or a class at a virtual yeah. studio so yes. what studio is that with um it's with dmw fit you'll also find them on my instagram bio so if you click that that little link it brings you to the link tree you'll be able to find when i coach and you'll have okay. the link to that studio's uh website awesome they're awesome female owned toronto based you know Classes are three dollars, so you around. can't really go wrong. Ooh, I love that. Wow! <laughs> yeah, we're definitely gonna check that out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, guys. It was such a pleasure talking to you. You're both super inspirational, and I am so excited to keep following you guys and listening in on your next podcast. So thank you so much for you guys for listening to this week's episode. And thank you so much for Sarah for being our second ever guest. If you are on Instagram, definitely follow her at hello.sarah. She posts a lot of just like inspiring content as well as she has free workout guides there. So it's a really good place to start if you want to start on your own fitness journey. You can also check out her website, www.hellosarah.ca. You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Spotify at our golden twenties. And we have a Patreon page, which has exclusive content and we drop all of the episodes early there. And it's a great way to support the podcast. So thank you again for listening. We put out a new episode every Tuesday. So remember to subscribe and we will see you next Tuesday. Mm -hmm.